Welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast, Vitamizers. I'm Allison with Flabs to Fitness Inc. and MSW Lounge here in Austin, Texas. A couple of quick read-offs for you as always. We are brought to you by MSW Lounge in Westlake Hills, Austin, Texas, bringing vitamin shots and IVs to you as always, as well as full range blood work, chiropractic services, hormone replacement therapy, HCG, and more. Uh, That is run by nurse practitioner and chiropractor Jonathan Mendoza, and Baldo Garza is now the co-host of this show. He's the VP of the company, and we decided to just go ahead and make him co-host since he's on all these episodes anyway. We are also brought to you by Slenderella, the liver detox fat burning shot. Slenderella is made with all natural 100% FDA approved vitamins, minerals, and amino acids. And it's now available in its own vial. So no more having to mix the different ratios of those vitamins, minerals, and amino acids when you're making the shot or IV. It is already good to go in its own viral viral vial excuse me uh in its own slenderella vial um available from a compounding pharmacy uh that we work with and it can be shipped to the lower 48 i know for sure not sure about alaska and hawaii but available nationwide now if you are interested in carrying slenderella at your store or um, practice you can go to www.slenderellausa.com the link for that will be in the description We are also brought to you by Flabs to Fitness Inc. Flabs to Fitness Inc. specializes in 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere, online health coaching, including nutrition and workout programming for people who want to just be better so that they can feel better doing the stuff that they love. Health needs to come first for you to be good at anything else. Uh, Flabs to Fitness Inc. also runs social media and content creation for other companies. So if you hate doing your social media, you hate creating content, contact Flabs to Fitness Inc. at www.flabstofitness.com. That's F-L-A-B-S-T-O fitness.com. The link for that will also be in the description. And last but not least, we are brought to you by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. Whew! All right. Today's guest is awesome. We love him at the lounge. His name is Aaron Knight. How cool is that name, first of all? He's known as at the Austin Caveman on Instagram, and he has recently turned the Austin Caveman into his own company. He left his corporate job in February, I think, and he has since turned the Austin Caveman into a meal pre- a meal prep service as well as a health coaching personal training service. Uh, I believe he's trying to scale up the food prep part, which is pretty cool, but we chatted with him for a while in the lounge, got some really cool insights as to what it's like to just be starting out in this industry. There's a little break in the middle of this with the audio. I'm going to try and fix it, but I my the redo the recording on my phone and someone called me in the middle of the recording. I grabbed it as fast as possible and continued the recording, but there is a little bit of a blip, so I will try to clarify in there what we were talking about. 
other than that, great conversation. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you guys enjoy. And when you give everything up to pursue your passion, it's like the coolest and the scariest thing at the same time, right? It's super frightening, uh, but you actually, you'll, you afford yourself the opportunity to do something great while you're here. Yeah. Which is nice, instead of kind of just doing the same old thing and following, you know. Protocol. Following protocol, <laughs> following what parents did, following what other people around you do. It gives you the chance to do something really great or to fail miserably and hopefully try it again or just go back to monotony. But like you, in all realistic speaking, like from an entrepreneur standpoint, like mm. you have a, a health and wellness program, like training program, like you're, you're, you're a trainer, you, you're a, a coach, mm. right? Like you're a, a health and wellness enthusiast, right? Yes. Could you say that, right? Yes. So like in that sense, you're you're always going to grow, right? You're always going to continue to, to learn new things and, 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 and develop your own niche and all that. And you're, you're early on though, right? Like you're still very early on yeah. as far as the, the coaching, the, the food and the, the meal prep side of it I've done for 20 years and has, it's evolved for, you know, 20 years of doing it professionally as well as, you know, probably the eight before as a, as a kid and just cooking at home, you know, it's evolved, you know, for, for most of my life, but the training end of it, I'm still a few years into it, Yeah. but it, it, it has evolved and it will continue to evolve because yeah. I mean you get to a place where you plateau or you learn all you can in this certain segment and then okay well let's find something different yeah. what else is of interest or what else is is realistic or applicable in, in everyday life and then learn it so you can teach it to others and keep growing from there yeah well I like your mentality I think you're I think you have a very good approach to diet even like you know mm -hmm. when you, you know, I've seen your photos on Instagram and and if for anyone listening, it's the Austin Caveman. Is that right? The Austin Caveman, yes. That's Austin Caveman. And uh, you have, I mean, even today you posted those eggs. And I'm just like, man, you made those beautiful chicken eggs. Just free-range eggs, yeah, just some free butter egg. and super fatty coconut yogurt before I come over here. So Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's that's cool. I, I think that just like anyone else who's, who's developing their niche, you have to adapt, right? You have yes. to continue to mold. And I think, mm -hmm. like even with the paleo community, I think that's the coolest thing is that when you have those speakers that come back, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, and they come back the next following year. I, I remember somebody was even mentioning Ben Lynch all the time. They're like, yeah, he's come full circle, man. Cause he used to think this and now he's, you know, changed his mind about this and all mm -hmm. that. You're gonna evolve, right? And I don't know if you necessarily want to plant your flag in just one thing, unless you're like completely certain that that's like your basis, right? Well, fads will always change. Um, attention spans will always, you know, they'll run short. And that's one thing I've noticed the last four plus years of kind of trying the paleo ancestral primal approach to not only food but also just lifestyle is that even the the architects in this kind of modern paleo movement uh you know your mark sisson your rob wolfs um they they have grown they you know they started out with a good thing that's been very beneficial to you know countless people and over the years they've changed as they've realized that okay maybe doing this is great but at some point uh, like any diet or any kind of trend it just kind of okay it gets boring it's yeah. okay so we're not doing any grains okay that's great but sometimes you need what's in those grains and you know these people that were kind of the founders or the, the first ones to really bring it to prominence have not really changed their tune but have looked at it of okay not doing it because of a dogmatic approach or for a, you know, kind of a, almost a religious aspect of it of, you know, this is how we do it and that's all there is, but what beneficial things are we, are we missing out on by cutting those things out because it, it fits this umbrella of paleo or keto 
how can we use those things that are good for us and bring them back? And, you know, even yeah. uh, I think Mark Sissons did his book last year, The Keto Reset. Uh, Rob has very much uh, been very uh, outspoken about his, his testing of blood ketones with he and his wife to see what works for him versus her and has been very vocal of telling people, find what works for you. Don't just find what you read in a magazine on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter of like, oh, someone did this and it, they're killing it. Well, I need to do exactly that of, no, find what works for you. Take the, the basic mold of it, but you know, carve your own little details into it for you so that it's actually beneficial instead of just saying you're part of a club that yeah. you're actually getting a benefit out of it for your life yeah yeah and i see it's weird because like i you hearing you say all that it makes me want to like wonder like do you fall more on the lines of like health and wellness enthusiast or biohacker right because like you you have more of like of a nutritionist mentality mm -hmm. right and biohackers it's funny, I, I didn't even really think of the term correct, like in this light until like this past week, like Michelle called me a biohacker. And I was mm. just like, all right, I guess I am. <laughs> but I like vitamins, that's, like, call me a biohacker because I like vitamins, right? But then I listened to this guy on a podcast that said, he notices that if he doesn't get good sleep, he's not productive. Mm. If he doesn't, you know, if he gets distracted easily, then, you know, his value goes down. Like mm. he basically biohacks in order to be more productive yes. and, and get more of it uh, accomplished. Mm -hmm. Right. Which I thought was pretty incredible. So it's like, is that your mentality too? Or are you just saying, no, I just want to optimize nutrition and health to the max. I just want to, I would say I'm more of an optimizer than I am a biohacker. Um, yeah. I'm not doing anything, at least in my eyes, that's big or on the medical front, like a lot of the people in the, the health and wellness space that have a background in it. I'm just trying to find ways to fuel the body, to move the body. Um, You're not like taking cold showers every day. Sometimes I do. After <laughs> a heavy workout, I will do the nice. hot shower put it on cold for at least 30 seconds in order to, you know, just get that heat shock protein in hopes that I build more brown adipose tissue. Cause I've heard uh, about see, it from people that know that's, more that's about it. That's the biohacker coming out see, right there. <laughs> I try it, but it's also not one of those things that I tell everybody, well, you have to do this. Otherwise you're not, no, of course you're not, not getting the best out but of it. But you do it's, it. I'm asking if you I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't gotten to a point with food uh, and taking, you know, a paleo or a grain-free and a kind of a cleaner approach to food and meal prepping by just simply thinking it would be good. It's by trying it and making things at home for myself with my kids that sometimes it sucks and it's been bad. And it's like, well, we still got to eat it and learn a lesson from it. But yeah, we won't do that recipe again because yeah. that was so rough. What do you give your, what do your kids eat? Uh, what we make. Nice. So if it's, you know, for doing... Same thing with you, right? Because it's like... Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like whatever His I son, eat. like, loves seaweed, which is like... That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Seaweed, avocado, see like carrots and hummus, like plantain chips, like it's... Yeah, it's like, like seaweed. Yeah, and he eats a whole <laughs> deal of seaweed. Like, they, it costs... Of course, they give them out over it, you know, pay the effects and all mm -hmm. that. Like, those big, like, little, like, those samplers. Pouches, yeah, those pouches. Little chips dude, he was, like, straight up, like, here we go, and just <laughs> ate them all, dude, like, seaweed. And it was funny, because uh, I was even talking to a couple people, too. I was, uh, Ben Greenfield was one of them, and mm -hmm. I, was, I told him, I said, dude, I tried sardines for the first time here. And he kind of looked at me, I was like, what the hell's wrong with you? Is that the first time? 
I'm like, well, yeah, I don't eat sardines. Like, I'm sorry. He's like, well, my kids eat them. I'm like, yeah, of course they would. Like, you know, of course you. Also live on an EMF free ranch in the middle of nowhere and outside of Spokane, Washington, and they grow their own food and cook with it. Right. Cooking podcast. But the thing is, though, they have have their own cooking podcast. That's about right. Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome, though, man. That's really cool. My kids will be following very soon, but they're they're younger. They're like three in like one month. So, (laughs) but like, yeah, like your kids will eat what you eat, right? So, like. Do they crave certain foods, or they just say like we're going to eat it because we have no choice? I think I think sometimes it's definitely both. There are times because my kids are you know uh, fifteen, fourteen, uh, eleven, and ten. So, so, <laughs> so there is that level, wow. there is That's that awesome. level of they eat what you know society eats. They eat at school. They eat with friends. They eat outside of home. So uh, they they go ham on a pizza, a burger, or some bullshit that I, things I would consider bullshit or bad for them. <laughs> They'll eat cake at the party all the time and go crazy with it, and it shows. But you know, when when they're at home, you know, we have you know when they get off of the bus and come in, there is literally a big bowl of fresh fruit, whether it's cut or it's just with skin on. Whether you know things yeah. that you know apples, pears. Uh, mangoes, bananas, bits there, or if, you know, we have some fresh stuff that's in season, cut it up, put it out. That's what they have. Um, there's always tons of fresh produce and avocados. They do crave certain things, uh, which is nice whenever you make, you know, kind of like a, a paleo, you know, Indian dish, like a tikka masala or a butter chicken, but you do it paleo. So you take what, what most would consider all the good stuff out, which is not true, but you're taking out, you know, they have cheap, heavy cream and flour and shit like that. And you take that out and replace it with coconut cream and, oh God, you know, just cleaner ingredients, better spices. Avocado oil. Avocado oil, <laughs> coconut oil, just so it's really rich. A lot of turmeric on of, it, right? Yeah, lots of turmeric. So, yeah, that's badass. So there's yeah. times they do ask for it, like, man, we haven't had this, Dad. Can we have this? It's like, hell yeah. Yeah. And it's good because they do crave those things, but they're also not, I don't ever fool myself into thinking that they're just starry-eyed about we're eating BLTs with no bread <laughs> again. And beets instead of like tomatoes, right? <laughs> no, we definitely do, we do tomatoes. We do just, you know, good organic tomatoes, um, you know, good clean bacon, good organic lettuce, and tons of avocados to put on it, uh, good primal kitchen mayonnaise. But it's- yeah, That was actually pretty good. Yeah, it's Thanks, good Mark. stuff. <laughs> it's real good stuff. But as far as, you know, just kind of a lot of the conventional shit, we don't keep it around so they don't they don't have the option to come home and be like, bag of Cheetos or kale shake that dad made and left in the fridge because they'll go for Cheetos every damn time. So we just don't keep it around because it's 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 just. I don't a like leftover shake either though. So yeah. like that's. Well, it'll be that day. Like I don't leave it there. If it's there for more than twenty four hours, I drink it immediately and just you know gut it out. It's well, just. Well, you know what you can it. do if they want the Cheetos that bad, you can just do what Baldo does. He gets the like the chips mm-hmm. and he just sprinkles like Tabasco sauce all over him, and he basically like <laughs> it kind of gives it like this different texture to where they're like almost like the the flaming hots, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, there was a new. Um, company uh at paleo fx uh wild foods it's yes. wild with an e and they make chips with shredded chicken and it literally tastes like chips and their buffalo style one tasted kind of like hot cheetos that would be amazing is that delicious. is that did you tell me about chip. that it sounds <laughs> weird but um, no, well, i would totally try it I would was totally it shade someone came up and was like okay yeah podcast. was so excited about this and we totally we spaced on it i guess but I remember I was, I, I tried you it. tried they it. Were so good. Really? Oh yeah, they were good. They were and so I don't nice really like too. chicken very much, so 
Yeah. yeah, it didn't taste like chicken. It tasted like mm-hmm. chips, and they're launching in a couple months, I think. But That's they were cool. the sweetest people, and their product is delicious. That's cool. Wild with an E. Yeah, wild with an eat. Like That's wild cool. foods. Yeah, okay. yeah. That, but we did see a lot of different food products. I went searching for the Paleo Donuts, but I, they were gone like way before I had a chance. <laughs> Who's the local company? Guiltless Goodies. Are... We had them at Guiltless. the booth on yes. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was a book signing booth, and we brought their donuts in for, for Saturday. Good. I got a lot of books bought that day because of it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I, was, I thought you were going to bring us some samplers or tell us, like, you need to go to the, one of these tables or whatever. I, I thought I, you guys were just exploring. I had enough on my plate. I was exploring for sure. Well, <laughs> the funny thing about it was I actually went inside of Paleo FX just mm-hmm. to get a break from outside where we were at because we were just, like, slammed. And so I was like, I need to mm-hmm. take a, a minute by myself. And so I would go up and down like the aisles mm-hmm. but i kept running into people and talking to them they're like well i was looking for you i want a shot and everything like, all right we'll go outside yeah we'll go outside. out this way but i never quite quite made it so mm-hmm. when we first got there <laughs> i like went through everything quickly and i found uh, the sardines right away i was like well yeah. i want to try this and it was amazing and then after that i didn't get to try like all the 35 different like paleo meat bars that they had out yeah. there and you know the 20 coffees and the 20 buttered coffees they were out so there <laughs> Yeah. Baldwin could not get black coffee. It was hilarious. <laughs> I kept saying my, my weekend was fueled by coffee and ketones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw people like at like almost four in the afternoon still drinking their coffee. And it was funny because we were like, why don't you just have like one of our drinks or whatever? And they're just like, well, I guess. but it's, it's free so coffee. Yeah, because it's free coffee. That's what they kept saying. It's free coffee and it's good. I'm like. All right. I mean, if somebody leaves a pack of cigarettes on the table and you don't pay for it, you're just going to keep smoking them? No, man. At some point, stop. Yeah, exactly. Put those chips down, man. There's like three drinks or something like that. Yeah, there's a couple that had like three drinks. It It was pretty fun. Yeah, you could not find black coffee. Well, see, last year they were better about it because I know Fat Fuel was there and then Lady Bird Provisions. Shout out to them. Um, Those guys are great. Um, But they had black coffee and would mix their product because last year was more about taking the additive, which is, you know, the, the collagen, the oil, the butter, in some kind of form, whether powder or kind of a, a puck, and then adding it to black coffee. So last year, to you show could, you. Yes, you, you could have black coffee last year, but I think this year, like I mentioned to them, was more about how, you know, the companies, you know, Bulletproof and Picnic and everyone else, uh, I think, uh, who's the, oh, the mushroom, kind of the bottled or elixir. Or Oh, the, um, you know what I'm talking about? They do a turmeric tea. They yeah. do a, a reishi, uh, a reishi tea. They do a, a matcha, but uh, but everyone's kind of doing like doing that now, adding the fat yeah. into the coffee, bottling it so that way it's just a, right. a grab and go, and you don't have oh, to yeah. add it to anything. Everyone had coffee. Everyone was launching yeah. their coffee. Yeah, like was there. Fat fueled was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I still didn't get to try the ghee butter. Like the little individual packs, but I saw some lady that's walking by just going, oh, just oh like, my God. gosh. I totally like took, like took one of those packs and tried to eat it because it was labeled as Madagascar vanilla. So I was like, oh, it's going to be oh, like vanilla super ghee. vanilla-y, like yummy. <laughs> I thought it was going to be more like an almond butter like no. paste. No, it was just ghee with vanilla like extract that's in it. So it straight up was a mouthful of butter. That's yeah. And I was like, like <laughs> <laughs> ghee and kind of like, you know, alcohol. It was like great. It would have been awesome if I put it so in my coffee. Or something, but it was like, yeah, I would have. Yeah, right on some tortillas. Well, siete, siete, siete would have brought their tortillas. Siete was no, oh, siete had nacho chips. Yeah, did y'all get to try? Dude, they have nacho chips coming out, man. They already have them, don't they? Don't they have a it cheese? Was a new Doritos. It's like a Doritos flavor kind of deal. I know they have the lime, they have the original, they have the sea salt, they have a lime, they have the cashew flour. Well, maybe, maybe where you're at, neck of the woods, and a garbanzo one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're gonna kind of yeah. get 
in the trophy. See, see, this is funny. This, see, this is funny. <laughs> see, I think, I think this is funny because I know all this stuff, <laughs> and like, I don't think it's biohacking. I just think it's like really good, like food. Yeah. But like the only people who know about this are a bunch of freaking biohackers who talk about like I do ghee butter in my coffee and then I take my glutathione push separately from my IV drip mm-hmm. and uh, I do my cold baths. I do my ionized or no IR late like uh, the lights. Like a juve light kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. The ju- that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah, there was one ball that you did it right. It was like a bag that oh, you yeah. like zip up. Right? Oh, that was clear light like, Baldo in a light bag. No, it was. It was one that oh, it was, it was covered like that. Yeah. I think I saw a picture of it online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a little box and it was like, uh, we can have one of those. You right? just sit in it. it. Yeah, you could fit it. Like, I could fit it in my tiny apartment. It was. No, it was pretty cool. You can mm-hmm. feel like waves coming off of your skin. Like, mm-hmm. it was getting hot in there. It was, it was cool. Yeah. I think there's definitely validity to that. And to kind of speak at what you'd mentioned about, do I consider myself a biohacker? I don't because... There are so many things, I'd say at least a handful of things the last few years I've seen in this space that have been around, that I know firsthand have been around forever. Bone broth. I was making bone broth at, oh, yeah. at a class yeah. at Johnson & Wales, you know, getting my culinary education 20 years ago. And it was in the same tradition they'd been making it for hundreds of years. <laughs> Easy. And it was, and the chefs were teaching us, it has these nutrients. You cook the bones, it pulls out the marrow, and here's the benefits of it. You get the fat, you get collagen so they were teaching us things that now are biohacks so like if you drink bone broth in the morning here's what it can do for yeah, you yeah that's, that's not a biohack that's some shit that they figured out at best in north africa the middle east europe millennia ago they figured that out so long ago and we're using it for its purpose and then we fell away from it at least you know in the western world um same with fat you know i remember a chef telling me fat is flavor fat is good there's nothing wrong with yeah. good fat yeah the fat-free everything. And this was, God, the mid-90s. And so, you know, the thought of our culture has done things, whether it's, you know, working all the time, not having to get outside, get light. So now you need these IR earbuds and a bag that you And the blue blue blockers are the, what do they call them? The blue blocker. Yeah, Yeah, I have those at home from last year's PFX. Um, Remember the 80s? The blue blockers were like those old men that had like like the whole head was like wrapped around their glasses. Like, right? Old school aviators? Like big yellow aviators? They look ridiculous. Those were old guns for golf. Those when you went and shot shotguns. You know, right. you put on the big yellow right. ones. And so there's certain things that are in the biohack community that it's 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 fun to see people kind of, you know, finding a new way to market it. And, and, and bringing, it's good they bring the benefit back, but the fact that it's a lot of this shit is old. Old humanity figured this out a long time ago, but now is a modern culture that cannot stop evolving at a breakneck speed. We're now bringing things back and considering them you know, amazing like biohacks. It's like clothes. Yes. It's just, you know, it's retro. It's retro. It's, <laughs> it's just, they're from different parts. And it's it's good to see the fact that it's made it back because, you know, I being more on the healthy side throughout my life of just kind of eating and not for any specific reason other than I just did not, I never wanted to be in a hover round or, 
you know, uh, have type two diabetes. I never wanted to be at a place where I couldn't run and be, you know, experience things because I was too heavy or health was just shit from the way I treated my body. To see certain things come back, it's great to see that societally we're changing and kind of coming back to a good place. There's yeah. a big push. It's not. Yeah. It's not the majority. It's not everybody. There's still plenty of. It's, it's the big awareness, right? Because I think that the reason that we fell away from that is mainly because we just, as a society, we fell in love with. Easy, like convenience, convenience, convenience. Probably not as good for us, yes. It's just easier, yes. And then at some point, it's like, oh, shit, like we're it, killing we ourselves like, don't faster take and faster, right? yeah. <laughs> and stop taking the shortcut. And I think the hack is maybe trying to find of not taking the shortcut, but let's not. Let's not draw this out like the good old days because we don't have time for that yeah. shit. We got meetings and we got stuff to do and we got top golf to go to and I need to get six hours so I can get back to just hustling every day and it's yeah we want the old benefits yeah. but we don't want to do it in the old time that it takes to do it. I, I love I agree with that the hack aspect of it. It it's almost like finding just a better way to to accomplish it's more it. Efficient. Like it's yeah. more efficient, right? Like yeah. just be smarter about it, it's right? Like a Vitamix. <laughs> like a Vitamix, yeah. yeah. It could chop up the whole damn thing suck. and clean us. Let's make a better one. Yeah, let's make yeah. a better one. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. They die in two months. If I make any level of anything, let's make a good one. I mean, and that's was, all you ever need. It's basically yeah. two biohacking. It's basically yeah. two stoners in a garage. They're like, our blender sucks, man. We need a better one. It's bullshit, like, man. We should come with one that just chops up everything, everything. man. <laughs> everything. You throw it in there, it'll chop it up, bro. And they come with Vitamix, and it's like yeah. the number one blender in the world now. Well, that's the definition of biohack like if you break it down it's literally just a way to hack life to make it more efficient when you mm -hmm. hack a computer you hack the system and find a new way to reroute it so the way i've always heard biohack described and defined is you take a normal life process and find a way to do it more efficiently or better so that's that's how someone has like explained it to me and i can't yeah. remember who i heard that so from. would you consider an autoimmune disorder a biohack no because it's making life worse well, but from the diseases standpoint. From the diseases standpoint, it's a biohack. The disease is winning, though. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. That's completely true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the body's fighting itself it. because of what we're doing to yeah. it. Sure. So it's finding another way to kind of, you know, hey, like, stop, stop what you're doing. Yeah. It's the body's way of saying stop it. Unfortunately, on the hack <laughs> side of it, you know, and I know a lot of people at Paleo Effects and you as well will talk about how we're trying to find, okay, well, what kind of pill can I take? I mean... All right, so my body doesn't do well with this, that, or the other food-wise, dietarily, but shit, I like breadsticks, and I like fried mozzarella, and I like pizza, so I'm not going to skip that. How do, I, how do I still enjoy it but not have to deal with, you know, horrible psoriasis all over my skin? Or how do I, you know, not have to deal with the, the arthritic pain that I get at a very young age? Or, you know, the leaky gut. How do I get around that? So, you know, you know, it's weird, but it works both ways. Yeah. You know, we're finding ways to hack for the better, but also our medical system is finding hacks to, to just simply, to just get into as much indulgence and just convenience as we can and stay there without having to address the root issue, which is, you know, like you're saying, detox and change lifestyle. But you know what, it's funny you said the medical is trying to do like almost a different kind of approach, like a hack. I, if the medical world were to be as, I don't want to say progressive, but as, um, as open to the mm -hmm. idea of trying new approaches, mm -hmm. then I think you would probably discover new ways to treat and cure issues. Yes. The problem is, is that there's a uh, like a legislation grip on the idea of progression amongst medicine because mm -hmm. they're just locked into like 
only people think about medicine as saying we've progressed, we've done better if we have better medicines, mm. right? Or better surgeries. Yes. Right. Like that's how we we say. Oh, we got a, a new uh, machine that can basically do uh, a complete. Uh, transplant of the liver without you know you actually having to go in there it's just from a robot arm you mm -hmm. know and that's basically what it is so now you have these surgeons who are just learning on robot arms yes right essentially doing they're saying this is the like advanced a, like a video this game. is the advanced way yeah that medicine has is it is a cheat yeah and it's like well what about like uh, actual medication so now you look at it saying most most people don't realize that there's like five stages i think to like like pharmaceutical development and when you have like a medicine get past the first stages like one or two then it actually takes still another like 20 30 years yes. of development before you actually get the medication to be approved by the fda to be shipped out mm -hmm. well like thanks to our, our guy in the office right now he's basically saying no we need more medicines we need to steamroll the idea mm -hmm. so now it's like well let's bypass those 20 years and condense it to like five years mm -hmm. So now you're going to have all these new medicines that are being caused by whatever you want to call it, genetic forces, autoimmune disorders, saying we mm. need more medicines to combat these because the medicines we have right now are not working. Mm. So instead of them saying we're going to be progressive and think more efficiently, they're efficiently is saying, well, let's just rush the product and just get as much out there as possible, and one of them's bound to work. Yes. Right? So you flip that and you say, well, what if medicine had the capability to say, we could actually achieve more if we did it more efficiently with more conservative measures, yes. right? Like with these other approaches, like, you know, cryotherapy, which has been around for forever. It's mm -hmm. basically stepping in a freaking ice bath. It's nothing new. Like you don't have to buy a big old tank mm -hmm. in order to accomplish it. You can simply jump in there. Uh, the idea that you're not going to take hot showers is a relatively newer theme, you know, for most people. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I see where you're coming from, from that. And I think that this is just me being on my soapbox, the medicine aspect of it, if they understood that the research that was done by biohackers, these smart, intelligent people mm -hmm. who spent thousands of hours researching something before they even put it in their body mm -hmm. to see if it's valid, if they realized that that much effort went into the biohacks and all this, then they would maybe be willing to listen, yes. right? And see like, wow, there's evidence behind this. There's research behind the idea that you're going to walk around barefoot with your shirt off drinking alkalinic water out of like a copper bottle. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're like, oh, yeah, I've known about that five, six years, right? <laughs> Some of it I've known about. Other stuff is, yeah, kind of new. But it's, you're right. It's how do you how do you get them to kind of, uh, how do you get them to adopt it or even accept it? If even half of the conventional medicine, you know, machine in America, if even half of them, even 40%, just take a, a less than majority uh, portion of it, were willing to adopt uh, a different approach and not just stay on the same kind of uh, uh, medication based um, and kind of, you know, prevent it or not preventative, but uh, kind of fixing the problem once it's there, but actually got to the root, uh, the root cause of it. If even, you know, 40% gave it a shot and there's more of them that are taking a, an approach to this, which is good, but it's nowhere near, you know, it's probably not even 10% of our medical system in America. Even 40% took the time to say, you know what, we're going to go ahead and I, I have a feeling, I, I kind of trust it, I'm going to give it a shot. And the government allowed that in a much broader scale and, and kind of regulated that insurance have to accept these, uh, these different approaches that aren't just simply 10-minute visit, pill, come yeah. back in six weeks, two months, six months, whatever. And they, they made that approach. It would do better for everybody because we would find out we'd have more options on the table to see 
what has the potential of working. So we're not just taking one approach, like you said, you, you have a medication, you develop it to try and to curb this one thing, it's gonna take you decades to ever get it actually to market and, and do what it's supposed to do, designed to do. If you had your conventional approach, which is more medication-based, and then you had your functional approach, which is more lifestyle-based, you know, taking a lot of the biohack community that are, plenty of them, very well-educated and have medical degrees and tons of experience, and let them do it with, you know, lighten up the regulation and allow for it, and not just through the government, but also the insurance industry, you'd have a chance to see, okay, so now we've got five different medications to curb, you know, uh, these different food intolerances, and then we've got these other four approaches in the functional side that they're, they're working on that deal with, you know, uh, walking around, getting more sun, eating a better diet. Uh, others are gonna work on, um, you know, the way they, uh, minimizing light taking different approaches, allowing everybody to try it more, and people that have the accreditation to do it, let them all try it, you'd have a, you could get back to finding a, a different solutions a lot quicker than just simply, okay, we got a couple medications we're gonna try, but that's all we're worrying about. That's all we're gonna dick with. You know, we're gonna, people get sick, they come to my office, if they have to go to the hospital, they go to a hospital, they eat a shit diet while they're there, we give them the same medication, we slam them out because that's what the system pays for. Or person comes in sick, okay, um, maybe we have a different approach than just slamming them in a hospital and giving them a shit diet and slamming the same medication down there. Okay, we still get them in a, we still segregate them or we change drastically what we're doing in the immediate to kind of take it from uh, a huge health concern to a minimal health concern. Then once we get them there, okay, now we're gonna try their diet. We're gonna tinker with that. And we're gonna have a health coach or a, you know, a, a trainer that shows up and actually makes them get up out of their lazy boy walk around the neighborhood for two hours, even if they don't want to, and actually take a different approach, or, or at least allow for more approaches. Yeah, I think would be hugely beneficial, and we could also come to more solutions sooner than just simply, like you're saying, taking decades yeah. to develop medications, and okay, well, this one didn't work, or this one you know, caused this horrible side effect and you know, had this enduring effect or killed people. Signs of medicine. Right, like if I take this medication, is my body gonna function like it should? Mm -hmm. I don't know if it will. Right, no. like I mean, that's the thing. It's gonna keep you from getting worse, hopefully, but mm -hmm. it's not gonna make you better. It's not gonna. It's not gonna treat the root cause. It's not gonna treat the root cause, right? Mm -hmm. And so you 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 talk about food, right? It's your medicine, and you look at the primal instinct. The more technology we develop, and the more crap that we inject into our bodies, and all that, right? <laughs> that you still say, well, we're doing new ways to measure blood glucose and blah blah blah, and we're, I mean it. Then you say, well, you know what? We're doing all this technology for like the most simplest things that were always there for us in the first place, which yes. is food. We have to use this technology to remove this crap out of it and purify it to make ghee butter. We have to take uh, this and remove this crap out of it to remove the GMO pesticides that we put in yeah. there, right? We have to make sure that our honey's freaking purified mm -hmm. and raw and local organic because we don't know if the bees are pollinating with GMO crops across the world, mm -hmm. right? So it's more like... The most simple approaches would have been like, why don't you just eat real food mm -hmm. and try to get your nutrients that way and then just take care of yourself a little bit a day at a time. And just move your body. And move your body. Move around. Yeah. Like, right? Like, uh, there was another report the other day. God bless depression, high blood pressure, diabetes is linked to prolonged sitting. The idea that if we sit too long, it's going to kill us, like, that, that shouldn't be a new concept for anyone, right? Like, just get up and move around or you're going to die. 200 years ago, if you didn't get up and move, you died. 
Right? You didn't eat. They kicked your ass out of the village yeah, or the township. Lazy bastard. Go. go do something. You're, you're eating our food. Yeah, yeah. You're hitting on our women while we're hunting. Get the hell yeah. out of here, man. We don't want this shit. And you didn't have the option. Now we have the option. Everybody can make it because, because it's easy. I mean, it really is. And not only is it easy, we actually encourage it with... You know, and I talk about this, you know, with, with clients I work with of, you know, you wake up, you sit down, you have a cup of coffee, you probably watch TV, you check your phone, whatever it, whatever it is, 90, 99% of the time you're sitting down when you wake up yeah. and then you get in a car, you drive to your job, you yeah. sit at your job, eight hours, maybe more, you probably sit at your desk to eat. If nothing else, you go sit at a restaurant, you go sit somewhere, you eat, you take your hour, you sit there, you scroll through your phone, you you <laughs> like this, you don't like that, you send this link to somebody, you text with people, you know, you you look at ideas that you want to do, but you're not actually going to apply in life. <laughs> and then you go back to your desk, and then you get in a car, you drive home, and you get home, oh, God, I just want to, and then you sit down. You know, it used to be the, you know, watching TV or cable. Now it's streaming something, but you just, you watch, and you, we just sit, and we consume, and we don't actually do. We, we trade experiencing things with our own self and our own body for watching other people do it through a screen. And that is deadly. It's absolutely deadly to just watch the world happen and think, yeah, yeah, one day I'm going to, but you're never actually doing it. You're watching, you're watching people lose weight on TV and cheering <laughs> them on as you are, you know, obese to morbidly obese. You know it. You know, you got a foot that's going to get cut off in the coming years because you're not taking care of yourself. But you're watching it, but you're not ever just getting up and fucking doing it. Yeah, I don't know if that's supposed to be inspirational to watch someone who's 600 pounds struggle through life. I, I just, I don't know if, if I want to sit there and binge watch one of those seasons. Like, I just... You're binge watching somebody who has been binge watching life. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. irony yeah, I mean, of that's this. The irony. the irony. And the irony of it, that's like on the Learning Channel, right? TLC, what it used you're to gonna be, eat, right? You're going to eat more than you should because you're watching them like, God damn, he's eating a pizza? That looks good. I'm going to get a piece of pizza, too. And it's... You're, you're, you're engaging in the same thing. You're watching somebody fight against, hoping that they make the right choice and not do it. It's like, dude, just just get up and just fucking do it. Just do life. Just do go life. For just go for a walk. Go go just participate in this world while you're here because you don't know when you're leaving, so just go and be a part of it. You don't have yeah. to run through the woods with no shoes like Ben Greenfield and his kids. You can. <laughs> and I respect it and love that the idea of living that lifestyle, but that's not for everybody. But just get up and do. You don't have to live in the woods. You can live in an apartment and go run up and down stairs, walk around the property. Uh, I mean, you can do all kinds of things. Walk to the grocery yeah. store. If it's a mile, two miles away, God forbid you have to just simply put some water and a healthy snack in your pack and grab some reusable bags, walk to the store, get your stuff, walk back with a few things, cook your dinner, take the time like you talked about in the old days, you took time to do it. Take, I mean, just do life, enjoy it yeah. instead of watching it. Yeah, I, I wish that more people cut the cord. I wish more people stopped streaming. I mean, I, I tell my wife all the time, I, I, I'm just like, I don't get anything out of these TV shows anymore. I don't get, I mean, I am a diehard Simpsons fan, like mm -hmm. to this day, and I'll still watch Simpsons episodes because <laughs> they're still funny. Like they are still funny. The, what's, what's the homeboy's name? Uh, the uh, Bill Odenkirk or whatever, the guy from Mr. Show? Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah. He's like the executive producer now, which yeah. is awesome. So it makes it pretty funny. But other than that, if it's not that or Bob's Burgers, I'm just kind of like, you know what? 
I don't know if I'm going to get anything out of this. I just want to watch documentaries all the time. So I catch myself trying to learn something. Mm-hmm. And then half the time, like, I wonder if this is even true. Like, I wonder if I'm like, this is BS. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think out of just necessity, people who want to stay alive and adapt learn. Right. Yes. You learn more. You adapt. You say, I got to learn this. If if you go move to another country, you got to learn that language. Right. You yeah. lose your house. You, you live outside in the woods. Like I got to learn which plants to eat, which not or to learn eat. to get a job that pays or, for some dwelling. Right. I mean, you learn. You I adapt. know. You adapt. And I and, and I think that's one of the things I, I like about biohackers is because if you tell them like, hey, this isn't working, mm-hmm. they're not just going to be stubborn enough to say, well, no, I'm just going to do it. They're going to say, well, what else should I be doing? What yeah. else should I be looking for? Okay, well, let me change this approach. I mean, how many biohackers and even just clients of yours, you know, that change their supplements throughout the year, right? Year by year. You've mm-hmm. probably done it too. I mean, how many times do you change I try all kinds of different yeah. stuff. As, as you know, I mean, man, I come and get I vitamin all. shots. I run into you at a yoga fest. I'm like, well, I mean, I've already taken a bunch of stuff, but well, give, me, try give, some me more. give me a Slenderita. Some more. <laughs> Are you doing shots? And he's like, I can't do shots here. And I'm like, ah, well, just give me a Slenderita then. Yeah. I, mean, nothing <laughs> I mean, it was like, give me, you know, shot in the butt in the middle of a yoga fest. I'll do it. I yeah. don't care. I mean, it's good for me. I could stand to use it, but... You know, it's, uh, yeah, you gotta... Why wouldn't you do it? That's a, that's almost why, why we, you like, you're like, why wouldn't you do it? Like, why yeah, wouldn't you would choose to eat healthy? Why wouldn't you choose to feel better? Yeah. Right? Like, that's that's why I think I love what I do. That's why you love what you do, mm-hmm. because you gave it up. You said, I'm, I'm going to do something that makes people feel better. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, of all the crap that's out there, the TV shows that make people depressed, and the news stories that make people want to pull their hair out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're saying, like, I'm going to choose to contribute in a way that's going to make someone's day better. The way I've tried to look at it for some years now is I want to put more good into the universe than I've taken out. And I know in almost 40 years, I've taken plenty out of this universe just being a dick, being just being <laughs> being a human being. There's plenty that I've taken out of just it. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of good karma I've allowed to just come my way and taken full advantage of. And it's a matter of when you get to a point of, I want to put more into this than I took out. And that way there's something better. Yeah. Leave it better than you found it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Baldo, Baldo has helped me look at the world in that light in a mm-hmm. sense of saying like put out there what you want to get back mm-hmm. right and so a lot of times you'll find this with clients too allison as well with her nutritional clients it's like you got to put some effort into it right yeah. and you got to have some kind of motivation some direction some guidance right they come to you because they thought they could figure it out on their own and they're still mm-hmm. not getting the results yeah. so it's like well can you guide me in that direction mm-hmm. right show me how to do things like you know teach me you know how to how to go about it. Baldo has has shown me you know the idea of saying if you put out what you want, you'll get in return. And I I know that even though early on you have you know like you're still getting your feet wet with all the people like Austin. I mean, there's like you know so many people that know this and that when it comes to mm-hmm. health and wellness. You're going to do well because of your ability to adapt and your and your kind of your approach to saying like well. I'm not necessarily saying I'm God's gift to health and wellness, but so I'm God, here. Girl. I'm here to promote a good idea I'm here to promote something that worked for me maybe help for other people mm-hmm. it can it can make their lives better and and I think that's what you want you want to radiate off one another right like we got to meet you the, at the paleo meetup it was right? the paleo meetup in yeah. February is yeah. when I first met y'all yeah and so your energy automatically said hey I'm giving everything up and mm-hmm. I'm trying to do this and I'm going to make a difference. Baldo, Allison, uh, anyone in that community, like we said before, mm-hmm. like we got to meet, wants to do that. Yes. And you said the grassroots movement is there, and it's cool. that It is happening. Mm-hmm. It is it happening. Is. I mean, yeah. more and more people are like, they know what gluten-free is, and they know what MCT is. You know, little ladies are drinking buttered coffee, 
You know, I have to explain less and less what certain things are to people now. And I'm like, yeah, put some MCT in it. And they're like, I've heard of that. Why? Or pink salt. Instead of like, why? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) More and more people, more more and more mainstream people, just your your average person knows more and more about the stuff that, you know, even three or four years ago in the health and wellness circle was the, ooh, did you hear what so-and-so has been trying? He's having great results with it. I'm going to try that. Yeah. You know, it's a uh, more and more people are catching on, and it's, it, you know, I, I don't definitely don't expect to kind of change the world and have everyone again not taking the the ideological approach of everyone, everyone should get into this because it's the best thing. A lot of people won't, you know, a lot of people won't get it. They'll they'll live their life, they'll die, and not ever really get the purpose of it while they're here. Can't save everybody, but you can try and, if nothing else, be. If nothing else, that drop in the pond that your ripple touches another ripple and another ripple and just be a ripple. You're not going to be the, I'm not going to be the change at least. I know that, but I can at least have an effect and and touch other people in positive ways that positively impacts their life. And then in turn, they do the same for someone else and it just keeps paying it forward. Or at least you can make your kids eat all the sardines. (laughs) They would love that shit. Eat some sardines, kids. It's good for you. Sardines and olive oil. We're going hard this week. (laughs) (laughs) It's Thursday, damn it. We're going in. We're going hard in the paint, guys. Oh, yeah. So I I can't thank you enough for coming on here, man. Uh, Thank you for having me. You... You can be found here in Austin, obviously, yes. right? And now, can can clients see you like remotely? Like, what if somebody wanted to see you from like New Mexico or so? Like, how can they find you? Uh, the best way to find me is hit me up on Instagram at the Austin Caveman. I also have a website launching first week of May, theaustincaveman dot com. So keep nice. it very very simple. It's Continuity. May first. Is it May first? It is. It is. It's, we're in May now. Yeah. So whenever this drops, uh, <laughs> first week of May. No, it's first. It's May 1st. Oh, nice. So yeah, so the first first week of so by end of the week, website should be up, and that way, people, if you're local, you can order your your ancestral and primal meal prep. Uh, you can reach out with whether it's health coaching, um, personal training. Uh, if it's remote, it really is case by case, client by client, what works, um, and just kind of reaching out, uh, dropping an inquiry, and then we'll. I'll get uh, get up with you, and we'll figure out the details and see if I can be a benefit. Yeah, and if you haven't seen his Instagram account, go and see it. He's an amazing chef. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, I mean, we'll be hearing about the Austin Caveman for years to come. Plus, it's an awesome, like, kick-ass tag name, right, too, right? <laughs> Man, I hadn't been on social media in years and decided I was going to just get on there and try it, just goofing off a few years ago and just thought, what's something good I could pick to, to kind of speak of what you said earlier about not just something that will get old, but what's something that'll stick? So I didn't go with, you know, the paleo or whatever, but just I figured that was a good one because I, I rarely wear shirts outside of, <laughs> outside, outside of, you know, work and, you know, certain social settings. Um, you know, if I ever ask you, like, hey, do you want to go do something? Typically, we're going to be walking or climbing with or jumping <laughs> a lot. Um, if I ever say you want to go for a hike, man, pack a lunch because yeah. we'll be gone for several hours and nice. it'll yeah. be, yeah, it'll be, it'll be brutal. Um, so it's just kind of a, it's the life I've tried to live for years of just kind of taking a very modernized caveman approach to just the modern, the life that we're stuck living. Well, you know, we're in this world, we're going to be here. So, you know, try and, uh, try and bring it back if you can. It's a great, it's a great approach. I'm glad that you're doing it, man. So awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you and, for uh, me. and we'll, we'll be talking soon, man. Sounds good. Cool.